0: This is the future this is not the past the new xfl will kick off in 2020
1: what the
2: xfl is cooking
3: it's still football but it's professional football reimagined
2: this is our moment our story to tell this is history begun this is the xfl Welcome football fans, this is the week of February 10th, 2019, this is the road to 2020 and this is the XFL Show, I'm Alan, I'm Jake, and I'm Bryant. This week the XFL announced Bob Stoops as the head coach and general manager of XFL Dallas. This is episode 55, Big Game Bob is back. This week's show is brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts, helping podcasters get their shows off the ground, up and running, and sounding great. Professional podcast production at extremely affordable rates. Do yourself a favor if you're thinking about doing a podcast, but you don't really have a whole lot of time to manage the editing, the posting of the show, and making it sound as good as possible, uh, go to prettyeasypodcasts.com because they'll help you do it at a great rate and it doesn't matter what your show's about it could be a sports show food show business it could be a show about extremely rare birds does not matter go to prettyeasypodcast.com and they'll help you get your show off the ground up and running and sounding great today whatever your passion is pretty easy podcast is ready to help you enjoy it even more everybody has a podcast these days right get in on the fun and go to prettyeasypodcast.com Dot com today or just email them to get started at pretty easy podcasts at gmail.com pretty easy podcast
1: making podcasting uh well pretty easy started to think this may really fit us correctly uh for a lot of for a lot of reasons and uh you know and my first was my confidence in all of her luck on up through to, to Vince McMahon, and the, 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 these are accomplished men who have had success in every, everything that they've done for the most part, and, and just realize that these, these guys are, are gonna do this the right way. I was also excited uh, about the opportunity of starting something from the ground floor. To start a program from the ground floor, to hiring coaches, and, and then you've got to put together your, you know, you've got to accumulate your players, get your organization all set up. It it reminds me a lot of when I first arrived at, at, at Oklahoma, having to put the staff together little by little, get it correct. And I thought it was one of the best things I ever did in my entire career was my very first staff at OU. There he is, big game Bob. The
2: XFL held the press conference, guys, Thursday afternoon and Former Oklahoma head coach, winningest coach in OU history, is now the head man with XFL Dallas. Those are the reasons why he said he joined the XFL. We talked about the rumors swirling last week. Benjamin Albright, NFL insider, based out of Denver, at Albright on Twitter if you follow him. Great insight into the NFL and now the XFL. He broke that story. Nobody believed him. Nobody. Well, not a lot of people. People said, no way, Bob Stoops is going to join the XFL. And then about a week later it comes to fruition. We're going to have Benjamin Albright on the show today as part of our hot read. We're going to have an extensive extended conversation with him about that news that he broke. But guys, it's official. We have our first XFL head coach general manager.
4: Yeah, and I mean, I'll go on records, you know, if you go back and listen, I didn't think it was possible. I thought he was too big of a name. I thought he would have commanded too much money, and quite frankly, I just didn't think it was something that he wanted to do.
2: You didn't but believe did. Benjamin albright's uh, <laughs> report that's why we didn't have you on when we interviewed him earlier. This that's week. right <laughs> <laughs> and <it won> any <laughs> unnecessary heat i think what
5: what what that when that news came out that it was possible, Jake though you had to admit though. That maybe you didn't believe that Bob Stoops was the guy, but you did admit that you do admit that they were going for somebody that was like a Bob Stoops. right? uh,
4: of course. And I mean, going back even farther, I didn't. You know, if you told me Steve Spurrier was going to be coaching in this other league, I I would have said, you know, absolutely not to that as well.
2: Well, (laughs) it's it's true. It's 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 real. It's reality. Bob Stoops is back, and he is the man in charge. XFL Dallas gets a head start, right? I mean, he he's already probably at work today and uh, XFL Dallas has their coach huge news huge boost for the league uh, it was all over the media that of course is being covered by everybody and of course the AAF is starting their season so a lot of people uh, appreciate the uh the timing of that and uh here we go the XFL has their first coach general manager lots more on Bob Stoops coming up with Benjamin Albright later on during the hot read uh, hint. We also, we we interviewed Benjamin Albright, uh, what Friday afternoon, Bryant, and he dropped some news that by the time the show drops uh, Saturday for patrons on our Patreon and Sunday for everybody, uh, that news might leak. We don't know, but news kind of breaks later on in the show today.
5: Yeah. And when I heard the, the news that Benjamin told us during our interview, I, I, like I said, I wrote it down. I didn't know, uh, I don't want to forget it, and I realize that I'll never forget what he just said. Uh, so I don't know if it'll break by the time this show airs, but it's going to be huge. It's 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 great.
2: Yes, yes. S- sort of news breaks uh, at the uh, near the uh, uh, middle of the interview with Benjamin Albright coming up. Everybody, so be on the the lookout for that. That's coming up uh, last week. Obviously, we did talk a lot about the Bob Stoops uh, report from Benjamin Albright, but also we discussed some things that stood out from Oliver Luck's week in Atlanta during the Super Bowl. And uh, the big one that we spotlighted, among a bunch of other stuff that we, we didn't either have time, might have missed, and they, a lot of you uh, listeners you know, let us be, or helped us be aware of uh, that we'll talk about today, but the main thing we talked about last week, Jake, Skyref and the world of tomorrow, and that's now a thing in the AAF all of a sudden, a referee in a booth with video uh, control and overruling powers.
4: Yeah, I mean, if it's good, steal it, copy it, make it your own. And, uh, you know, that's what this other league is going to be doing. Um, you know, one would assume that the NFL would do something like this in the future uh, as well. Now, do, do you think they really just came up with this in the past week, ever since the XFL announced it? Or do you think I, this has been in the planning and maybe it, it, well, they didn't well, think it was something? I know. That's who you player. ask.
2: Depends I know. On the yeah, I know. Brian's going <laughs> to tell you they they were <laughs> reacting and they're stealing this. But I have Can you did that in a week though. I'll give the A F the benefit of the doubt, and and I believe they probably had this in the works. Just didn't think to announce it as a big deal until this week. They should have known the week of the NFC Championship game. They should have come out and said, "Hey, everybody, we're going to not have that ever happen. Don't worry, we've got a sky ref. Great name too, the sky ref. Uh, but. That came out and at twenty twenty hindsight three, Brian, I believe uh, he sent us a, something pretty good on Twitter regarding that. Yeah, and he uh, he said uh,
5: tw- at twenty twenty hindsight three, the AAF is borrowing the XFL's video official idea. I wonder if their app, fantasy football, and gambling are all. <laughs> I love this. Are all set up two days before the season? Hmm. What happened on the Friday before the season
2: started? Hmm. He was well. He was wrong because Friday is a day before <laughs> the AAF. And the oh, app finally gosh. dropped Friday, the day before the grand opening of the AAF. Since they don't have a kickoff, Jake, it's called the grand opening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the, right. ever. <laughs> the grand opening. They're going to cut uh, a ribbon. I swear God, to God, if Charlie Ebersol.
5: We're having <laughs> hot dogs and popcorn for the kids. <laughs> if Charlie animals? Animals. Ebersol is there with huge scissors and a big ribbon. <laughs> I'll, I'll lose it. I'll lose it.
4: Now, now I, Brian, do you think these skyrafts? D- uh, this would be something you're probably thinking. Do you think they're just like contracting people in the area that have drones, and and they're paying them just to fly it over the you know over the stadium so they can get a better look at it?
5: Well, well, well Jake, this is something you probably don't know about me. I am a expert in drones, not really, but I do know that the uh, flight time is like five minutes on most of those drones. So that's all. you that, have. that's all. That's a lot of people, you got a contract or a lot of drones. I don't know I'm if that's pay a pay. to run out. The Goodyear blimp for two and a half hours. Uh, it depends on if he can make a call to his dad or not, and, and see
2: if he can um get get a get a deal on that. We've been talking a lot about drones lately on this show. <laughs> Let's get back to football. And so the AAF uh, has the sky ref uh, also. Uh, you know, people reacting to that uh, at XFL show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, Peaks101 on Instagram said, I've been following since day one on your podcast. Uh, loves the show. Appreciate it. And uh, Peaks and all, all of you freaks, football freaks out there, if you want to call in 724-565-4XFL and you could be heard on the show, give us your opinion and get onto the program. Plenty of ways to do that. Uh, also, we have the Patreon up. We'll tell you more about that coming up but uh, great show last week great reactions great news this week that we're going to get to talk about all coming up on this is the xfl show it's no it's no hey everybody it's alan just wanted to let you know we appreciate you listening to this is the xfl show we know you love football and so do we we know that you also might love pro wrestling as well. And well, we are obsessed with it. Not just football, we have a sick obsession with professional wrestling. And we've been doing a show about it for, well, the last seven years. That's right, Brainbuster Radio is our other podcast it is all about professional wrestling and i'm talking about all the professional wrestling wwe new japan ring of honor all elite you name it we're talking about it we're hype and from what people have told us over the last seven years listening we call our listeners the brainiacs and the brainiacs tell us listening to Brainbuster radio is like being at freaking wrestlemania or being at a big ring of honor show there's chanting there's craziness and there's a lot of heat and this week, there's going to be a whole lot of heat because we're all still angry over the Royal Rumble in some form or fashion. We're going to review the all elite wrestling pool party massacre that was in Vegas this week. And we're going to talk about how NXT is being saved by rock and roll. So much pro grabs this week on BrainBuster Radio. Get all of it at BrainBusterRadio.com. Download and subscribe to the show on any podcast gimmick and follow us. At the Brain Busters on Twitter, Instagram, Instagram Junior, and Facebook. Brain Buster Radio, you gotta want it. Going for two.
5: Go for two and the lead.
0: Helmets are a big part of protection of the brain, and and through the years, they have uh, developed so that they prevent major injuries like injuries to the scalp, skull fractures major blood clots in the brain, but for concussion they are, uh, in my opinion, not the total answer. Uh, It's important that helmet technology continues to improve. The problem is that the brain is still free to move inside the skull. The human brain is floating in a bath of fluid called cerebral spinal fluid or CSF and it's free to undergo motion as the head, even the helmeted head, suddenly stops, the brain will continue. And then it will hit the inside of the skull and reverberate back and maybe a second time. And then also it can't prevent rotatory injuries and rotation is where I think the majority of the time these fibers can get torn in concussion.
2: Those were the smooth tones, the voice of Dr. Julian Bales, guys, the neurology specialist hired by the XFL as the league neurologist. This guy has a Crazy amount of experience. Uh, Oliver Luck announced that Dr. Bales would be a part of the league uh, last week when he was in Atlanta. Uh, It was something we didn't get to last week. But uh, Dr. Julian Bales, if you haven't heard of him, um, is involved with all sorts of neurology and head trauma and CTE. Uh, research. He's on the advisory board for the Pop for Pop Warner. He's been the Steelers team doctor. He was played by Alec Baldwin in the movie Concussion, most notably to a lot of you. And uh, he's also the chairman of neuro- neurosurgery at uh, North Shore University Health System. So this guy's one of the experts in the field, and he is going to be the league neurologist as the XFL tries to button up how they handle player safety, which I'm going to go out on a limb guys and say of all the innovations we've talked about with what the XFL is doing and, and the different things they're doing from what we were used to with the NFL and college football, the best and most important innovation they could potentially make is their approach to player safety. Dr. Bales has a relationship with Oliver Luck. They both have ties to West Virginia and Uh, So this was an easy hire for Oliver Luck, obviously, and I think a good one and an important one as kind of, I'm not going to say boring, but this isn't, this isn't, we're talking, not talking about the game here. We're talking about the safety of the game, which isn't as exciting as, you know, SkyRefs, but this is very important and I think something that had to be done.
4: Well, it's definitely more entertaining or, you know, more informative than talking about insurance, for Forty-five minutes. I, I, it affects I'll tell you that.
2: insurance for sure.
4: It, it does, yeah, it, it does. Listen, they're, they're just getting out in front of this. You know, you're trying to again promote goodwill, and uh, you know, you don't want to have a whole bunch of cases of former players uh, suing you down the line. I think that's all this is. It, it, it's smart, but yeah, it, it's not that. It's not that glamorous.
2: Can I make a confession? Uh, getting ready for. Uh, the show last week and this week, I have probably accumulated at least at least an hour and fifteen minutes of Dr. Julian Bale's YouTube clips that I've watched <laughs> and, and listened to, and a lot of it w- wasn't even that I was really as uh, uh, interested as much as he just. This very dry delivery kind of yeah. it was hypnotizing <laughs> i don't know but <laughs> also the, uh... very informative but it's Did straight you... to the
5: point right yes. is, is what it is right it doesn't i mean no no flash no gimmicks it's straight to the point it's exactly what right. the XFL needs to to show that they're serious about these types of things and and again given the gift of time to show people that hey look we're going to take the time whatever we can from now until 2020 to make sure that our players are safe that we do the research that we do everything possible uh, to keep um, you know our players safety at at the at the uh, priority you know priority number one player safety and that's what the xFL is doing so I think it's a great hire uh, probably not cheap so think about that as well um, So good on the xFL for this one
2: yep the xFL has an official league neurologist as they uh, attempt to tackle player safety but you heard there dr bales kind of shot down something we talked about last week guys. Uh, New helmet technology from Rydell Riddle. I don't know however you say it, bro. All I know is that Dr. Bale's kind of said helmets aren't going to prevent concussions completely as good as the technology gets. uh, There needs to be more research done. We are far from completely protecting these players from the violence of the game, but uh, the XFL is trying to get ahead of it as much as they possibly can. Part number two here of our cover two, and... You know, we, we skipped over some of these last week just because I, I not, most of us, I think, didn't feel they were worthy of the time. But you have to give the people what they want. So, here you go, everybody. Here are your coaching rumors. <laughs> coaching rumors. Oh, the picture of Steve Mariucci with Oliver Luck. Let's speculate. You saw it. It happened in Atlanta I I thought nothing of it when I saw this picture, Bryant. But a lot of people reacted to us on social saying, "How do you not think that Steve Mariucci is not going to be a coach in the XFL?" If well, you know, maybe I, if Benjamin Albright tweets about it. But just seeing the picture, <laughs> no.
5: Well, you know what? I saw a picture of of Oliver Luck standing next to uh, Andrew Luck. So, does that mean that Andrew Luck's going to be the quarterback of an XFL franchise? Just
2: well, <laughs> with with the with the, hi, with the hiring <laughs> the hiring of a certain coach in DC, I mean, I we're we're not, not too many degrees of separation away from Andrew Luck in the a good XFL point, too.
5: No, I mean, I get it, and people want to speculate and they want to see these things, and, and you hear Stephen um you know, there with Oliver Luck, and then you see a picture. You're like, your your brain starts moving. You want to associate things, but if I'm not mistaken, uh, Steve Mariucci is hired by the NFL Network, right? Am I not wrong with that? Yeah, right? was, And he is going to be doing broadcasts for the AAF in this upcoming yep. season. So I think that kind of t- kills that met uh, rumor right off the bat. I'm not saying it can't happen, but I mean that's got to be deflating for anybody who thought that was going to happen.
2: Yeah, it's 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 over and done with, and. I mean, now what? Mariochi hasn't coached for how many years? When was when was he in coached Detroit?
5: the the Detroit?
2: I think two thousand four. Yeah, say. around then. So he's on like a Dick Vermeil type hiatus, maybe even more. Uh, but and if he took a head coaching job, that'd be a long layoff. Uh, the other rumor that gets killed this week: Greg Schiano, which was planted by Pro Football Talk for some reason. Uh, they said maybe the XFL will hire a guy like Greg Ciano, uh the former Bucks head coach, Rutgers head coach. And uh, he was hired by New England this week as their new defensive coordinator. Um, uh, maybe not officially yet, at least as of uh, us doing the show, but it's uh, pretty much everything but signed, sealed and delivered. Greg Schiano is going to be with the Patriots. But... Pro Football Talk, stirring some rumors here, Jake. They said Shiano, and then they also had a post that said, what about other coaches like Urban Meyer, Mike Shanahan, Jeff Fisher, or Jim Mora to take over some of these teams? I, I guess they're just speculating there on Pro Football Talk, but I would say no to all of those names, and from what we're hearing about the coaches that are probably going to be XFL coaches, uh, none of those guys fit the bill. I
4: mean, I, if if I had to pick one, I would say Mike Shanahan. You know, has has the greatest chance, which you know, it's still maybe one percent uh, out of those individuals you listed. I mean, I, I you know, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you right now: Do you think Coach Stoops is the biggest coach that they're going to get? A- anybody at his level or higher?
2: No, 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 no. I don't think they will get anybody no. bigger than Bob Stoops. I think Bob Stoops is the first coach first. announced because he's going to be the biggest thing. He's big game Bob. I mean, this. This guy ruled college football uh, and he's got every kind of connection you could want in a coach in a new league like this. He's, he's also only 58 compared to AAF head coaches, Bryant, uh, not to take a dig at them. But I mean, it. he's like it. he would he would be like Sean McVay in the AAF. <laughs> <laughs>
4: he, he does seem like he should be older, at least in his 60s. Uh,
2: you know, it's it's.
5: What I'm gathering from all this, right? And and Bob Stoops is the biggest name, but it wasn't the name, right? I mean, it, granted, you look at you look at somebody on a list, and you're like, hey, look, Bob Stoops is on there. Let's go after him. But at the same time, he fits the mold, the criteria that the XFL is going for. And you really think about who else is out there? Who else fits that mold that is at the level of name that is Bob Stoops, right? Unless you're pulling these these coaches from NFL or NCAA. Uh, head coaching positions, you're not going to get that. So. Yeah, Bob
2: Stoops is as good as you could get, as close as you could get to like ripping a really top Power 5 college coach away from a program because he's he's basically still tied to Oklahoma and still is. I mean, a lot of the reason why he took this gig is because he's so close to Norman still and he has kids going there and everything and wants to be around the program in the fall. So – this is as good as, it, as good as it gets, and that's not a bad thing because Bob Stoops is a huge name in the sport.
4: The chances of Urban Meyer stepping down from the, the Ohio State University to go coach for the XFL, uh Zero.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 mean, we, we I don't, were, don't want to say
4: very slim. Let's just say zero.
2: Yeah, we, this time for sure, Urban re- retired because Years. you know the, the health reasons and all the craziness. Isn't he that that was he an assistant AD here? in Ohio State? Well, I, I expect to be sure. back yeah.
4: somewhere in about two, two or three seasons, <laughs> but but not <laughs> in the XFL.
5: Well, yeah. he, you know what? And also, just as a, I don't know if you guys caught this, the the CBS Sports, um the CBS sports documentary of the AAF, Jeff Fisher was actually hired by the AAF. I don't know if you guys know that or not. Uh, he has an official role with them. I forget, I'm trying to find out exactly what that role is. Cause I didn't write it down, but uh,
2: head yeah, mustache trimmer.
5: <laughs> uh, he wasn't very excited with the role. If you go back and watch that documentary it was actually quite funny, but yeah, so Jeff Fisher, definitely not probably not even really wanted Jim Mora. I did bring up during our discussion way back when, if you go back into the archives, um, he did kind of ruin the UCLA program for the, for the foreseeable future, but <laughs> he might be a he. he might be a, a want. I mean, why not? He's he, he's got tenure. He's,
2: he's he's done it in the past. So uh, it could be okay. Stay away from Jim Mora, Chip Kelly, and, and all these guys. Come on, no, 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 <laughs> none of those names. Pro football talk. You're wrong. You're wrong on all those. But uh, the name that we do know, the next name we do know that one, and that is pep hamilton who left the university of michigan as an assistant head coach to jim harbaugh and their passing coordinator Uh, he's going to be the head coach of the xfl in dc Uh, per reports from bruce feldman from fox uh, pep hamilton is going to washington dc guys and he of course was at stanford as the offensive coordinator when andrew luck was there he was at Indianapolis with the Colts is the offensive coordinator. When Andrew Luck was there. So, uh, someone that Oliver Luck's very familiar with because, well, he coached his boy and has the background, has the resume and has, I think the innovation needed in a role as XFL head coach and general manager. He's an offensive minded guy and he's been all over the place, uh, I think it's a good hire. It's not a splash like a Bob Stoops, though, Jake. No, it's not as
4: flashy as that. That it's, it's going to be very difficult. Like we said, they're probably not going to exceed that right now. Uh, Pep Hamilton—he's only forty-four years old, so you know he's—he's he's not coming in as a you know as a as a thirty-year-old or anything. But but he still is. I, I would say younger, you know, a younger age. And yeah, they're not looking for somebody that's going to you know. They're not looking for somebody that's just going to play it safe and and do everything the same, you know. In that interview we're going to play a little bit later. I think you're going to hear some of that. You want innovation, coaches that fit this style of the league, coaches that you know maybe they're going to decide decide to go fourth on you know on on fourth and eleven more times than not.
2: And uh, with, the hi- with we'll start with the hiring of Pep Hamilton and Bob Stoops. Bob Stoops is a huge name, but it doesn't reek of what the AAF did in hiring their coaches, where they even admitted they've admitted that their coaches are their stars. I don't think the XFL. I don't think Oliver Luck cares if his coaches are the stars so much as he cares that they're guys who are going to make sure that the players and the quality on the field is good. Whereas the AAF hired coaches that people are just going to recognize. Recognize and and I mean, is Steve Spurrier capable of innovating still yeah maybe of course he's a he is the old ball coach but uh it is a it is a new game so uh i like it in that regard as well pep hamilton and bob stoops spectacular hires if you ask me well, well yeah, Alan, the,
5: i'll ask you this because you know this more than anyone i'm sorry jake but real quick um what is the who is the biggest coach in the aaf the, the like the biggest name is steve spurrier yeah. Steve Spurrier. Okay. So if you take the career of Steve Spurrier and you take the career of like Bob Stoops, I mean, they really don't match up, right? I think Steve Spurrier won. How many national titles did he win? I think he won a few, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Steve Spurrier is, I think, yeah, he's a little bit on another level than Bob Stoops. Not by much. Bob Stoops is legendary. I mean, that's a crazy run, especially all the top 25, you know, opponents he beat. But. Yeah, I'd say Steve Spurs on a little bit of an upper echelon and also, oh yeah, he's a Heisman trophy winner. Yeah. I think it's 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 interesting that the XFL
5: I think Bob Stoops almost like fell in their laps in the sense that they they love that they got the name, but I think they're more happy that they got the coach if that if that makes any sense, so yeah, it, that's why I think that the 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 XFL and you you, you talk about uh, Pep Hamilton, he probably fits the mold of a Bob Stoops, but just doesn't have the name as Bob Stoops, right? So I, these styles are you're probably going to see another
2: six coaches just like this. I would, think. and he's hungry. Come on, we're talking about a guy who's had to be the OC or an assistant head coach everywhere and in a and lot of that. places. Yeah. And this guy's probably been fired up to be a head coach for a while now. And now he gets to be the head coach and the general manager in a league that is going to want to be offensively oriented. And that's his specialty. It's a great job for him. You can see why uh, he's taking this gig. So you got a guy who's hungry for it. You got, got a guy who's ready to get back into it. It's so far two for two. And when we hear about some of the other names being rumored, in our interview coming up with Benjamin Albright. Uh, you're, we're, it's going to be interesting to discuss that as well. Uh, but quick bonus part, bonus cover two pieces here, guys. I know Bryant hates when I do this, but Oliver <laughs> Luck, a great quote I had to read off this week. He said, quote, We don't plan on having games broadcast on the NFL network. We think we've got, quite honestly, more powerful broadcasters in terms of their reach. That was I was a shot fired over the over the That's heart. exactly what that was.
5: <laughs> yes. I don't. I mean, it wasn't a dig, was it a dig at the NFL Network. Was it a dig at the AAF? I'm still trying to to understand.
2: No, and I think it's just a puffing of the chest saying maybe we're be- we're bigger, we're better, we could do yeah, I mean, bigger but, and better things. We're not going to
5: settle. Is what I think is also what they're saying too. Right? They're proud of their deal, and you know,
4: there's. Not that the NFL network is small potatoes, not at all, but don't you want people watching your game on, you know, Rabbit NBC or, or, or CBS <laughs> or Fox instead.
5: Some people don't even get the NFL network. I believe it's still not available on cable network, on cable, like, like hardwired cable, right? It's only available on satellite.
2: No, not. It depends on the line.
5: area. Yeah.
2: But you know, it, the but, NFL Network is in, in less homes than Fox. It's in an ABC and ESPN, so that, and that's for And let's be
5: frank, sure. who who goes – I mean, a lot of people do, don't get me wrong, but a lot of people don't go to the NFL Network unless it's week 1 through 17. You know the the, the range their 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 spot yeah in mean, September to January yeah wow. I
4: mean you, you you'll get your diehards you know I'm sure Vince could testify to that but yeah you're you're yeah. right there's a lot of you know top ten Trump shows uh, you know who who had the best who had the best long hair yeah I don't I don't go
2: to the, the I only go to the <laughs> I only go to the NFL Network to if, if a game's on. Or to watch my close person, a long time, dear good friend Kyle Brand on his show. But other other than that, uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a tough watch. But it's also, uh, like you said, uh, Jake, it's just it's not comp- it doesn't compare to what the rumors networks are for the xfl so i love that i love that that oliver luck like you said never settle i wonder if that's like a poster in his office and real
5: quick too uh, if you pay attention to our interview coming up here with uh, benjamin albright he goes into why a solid uh tv deal is very important for a league and not something
2: that's kind of scattered all over the place yeah it, exactly exactly uh oh real quick bonus bonus um oh, remember your call football you guys, you remember your yeah, guy football? Yep.
4: We talked about it a number we, of episodes back. Yeah,
2: Eric Galco, the head of scouting with the XFL, we talked to him. He was involved with it. It's the uh, it's the football series they call it, where it's a game and you could uh, bet on live on it, and there you could fans call plays and predict plays, and it's incredible technology. Um, the XFL, uh, Oliver Luck said in one of one of his thousands of uh, Super Bowl week interviews. Uh, that he kind of let it slip in there a lot of people missed it that uh, they will be te- uh, you know experimenting doing something with your call football in February uh, something similar I guess to what they're going to be doing with with regards to the spring league that we talked about last week so the XFL is going to be uh, kind of partnering up with Your Call Football in some regard. We didn't really get details. He kind of just threw it out there. But we uh, talked about Your Call Football. Uh, check them out. Uh, just see what they're all about. It's incredible The uh, the really the, how brash they are and how uh, innovative they're trying to be and attempting to be. And, and it's, it's bold. It, some people might call it crazy. I think it's interesting. Uh, but Your Call Football is uh, going to do something with the XFL here and hopefully more details come out about it. Do you think, Alan, that this is going to be
5: one of those three trial runs that the XFLs are kind of running with their new rules and, and implementing and trying to see how they actually work with live in-game experiences?
2: I don't know if your call football's next game, it's going to be their second or third one, I think. I don't know if it's happening this month or if it's just some, maybe preliminary meetings they're going to be having. I don't know. The Spring League is going to be an actual live you know, game tests. We'll see what the experiments with your call football entail. Maybe that'll just... Involve the app. Uh, I'm hoping the XFL saw how frustrated some fans were with the AAF and the late release of their app because I would love to see an XFL app more than you know a day before the first game. Yeah, they're they're not going to make
5: that mistake. I, I think you know that that's very certain.
2: It'd be great that's
4: if open. we
5: could have like a like almost like you know like the old fashioned tearaway calendars where every day you got a new like quote or something. That this one would be like every day you get like a new player, just learn, (laughs) you know, you just learn about a new player or new something about the league for you know a good amount of time.
2: So I'd hope they bring out that app a few months before. Yeah, I'm hoping many months before. Let's hope, let's hope for the end of the summer. That's what I'm hoping for for the XFL app. But we, we can only hope and pray we're not. We're unless you know how to code and you know how to write a computer language. Jake, can you go help them out at all? Uh, it's it's been a little rusty. Uh, for <laughs> me. A typewriter. I I, I I struggle
4: with Excel at work <laughs> right now. So, <laughs> all
2: right, there's your cover two plus two uh, this week. So much, I, we might have to change the format of this show with the more news that's coming out. Before we get to our big, huge, extremely important interview, though, guys, let's talk about. Our big, huge, extremely awesome Patreon that people are signing up by signing up on uh, by the dozens, day in and day out. <laughs>
5: yeah, and well, this is this has been great. I, I love we were doing bonus content. You know, it's tier start at just five dollars, and with that, you get a lot of exclusive rankings. Um, you get the show commercial free on Sundays. Uh, you bump up your your contribution to eight dollars, and you could be listening to this show on Saturday. You know, so there's a lot of great things. Uh, There's another tier in there that gets you our bonus. This is not the XFL show where we talk a lot more about the NFL and the AAF and just football in general.
2: All the football, Uh, all that that show is so fun now. I'm 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 looking forward to it every week. You'd think with all the Patreon stuff we're doing that the this is the XFL show. The main show would be shorter, but everything's just blowing up, bigger and better and better.
5: Yeah, and Jake, this was your first experience this week with uh, this is not the XFL show. Why don't you tell the listeners what you think?
4: Oh, I I enjoyed it. You know, Vince was there. Actually, we were all there. So yeah, Vince and I were there this time. Uh, you know, we got to talk. You know, talk a little bit about who got elected into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, who did not. Uh, you know, our thoughts on is it becoming the Hall of Very Good <laughs> right now? Uh, we're talking that big NFL Century commercial. For this year and what we thought the best moments were. It was just we, uh
2: We talked world. AAF. We, we to, did. to to Brian's yeah. behest. Brian did <laughs> He had to endure all the AAF talk, but we're covering that as well. All the football on that show. And, of course, the Patreon is where so much more XFL content's at. You could get merch. You could get your voice heard. There's tiers, right, Brian, where listeners can be involved in the show and guarantee that their questions get answered or their topics get approached on on an episode.
5: Yeah, we could be talking to you right now. Uh, If you join our Patreon, be one of the guys. Let's have a conversation about the XFL and the road to 2020. Just go over to patreon.com forward slash this is the XFL show. I'm telling you, you won't regret it. Check it out. You don't have to pay anything just to check it out. And right now, I believe we have a pull-up for our bonus episode absolutely free. So check it out. Uh,
2: Join and and join us on the road to 2020. Immerse yourself in a football cocoon that will keep you as comfy, cozy as Bill Belichick in his hoodie, holding nice and tight on to another team's playbook. It's our Patreon, and it is starting at $5 a month. Check it out for free, though. Each and every week, talking more and more XFL, more football with you. Benjamin Albright, at Albright, that's two L's, A-L-L-B-R-I-G-H-T, at Albright, NFL, on Twitter. He was the one who tweeted out, Hey, everybody, I'm hearing Bob Stoops is going to be in the XFL. And the reaction, to say the least, on this very show, Jake, you didn't believe it. And th- thousands of other people responding to Benjamin Albright on Twitter didn't believe him. But he was right. And a, over a little over a week later, the press conference was held in Dallas, and Bob Stoops was introduced as the new head coach general manager there. So he hit the nail on the head. And we reached out to him to get him on this week's show so we could talk to him about breaking that news, what he thinks of the XFL, and if there's any other news that might be coming out soon. Here's our conversation with NFL insider Benjamin Albright in this week's hot read.
1: Blue fifty-eight, blue fifty-eight, go. Hey, Rick Flair, Rick Flair. Pepper, Flip, Caliber, Motown, Happy,
5: Jolly, Drop, Buster, Bird Tiger! I think he's got a hound too, Rodney, I think.
1: b b Hey, Seattle!
2: Big game, Bob. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Accurately reported, right, on January 26th. Yes. Uh... bob stoops to the xfl in dallas it was confirmed february 7th with the press conference would you say that you received an overwhelming amount of comments that didn't believe it
3: oh yeah absolutely um it was absolutely ridiculous the uh the feedback that was um people not believing and people that uh, that doubted that. So I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, It was just weird, kind of the the vehemence, uh, which which people were denying it, even though I I knew it to be true.
2: Yeah, you you reported it, and a lot of people I I saw just, you know, reading the reactions, uh, they didn't believe it. They said it's impossible. He didn't want to coach again. I think – Personally, I think it just speaks to how good of a hire Bob Stoops is, and that also what people were thinking about the XFL before they made this hire, and I think that all equals to a pretty huge splash they made this week, huh?
3: Well, yeah, I think that um, you know, I think it the idea was is uh, to maximize um, you know the media presence. Uh, doing it post Super Bowl and pre Alliance of American Football launch, uh, I think was kind of their target window, uh, and and you know I think that worked. I think they had that that mapped out. I think that uh, my catching wind of it, um, you know, uh, th- two three weeks early um, was not something that they had anticipated, and I think that that was um, the the reason that it would kind of blew over at the time without anything. You know, and of course they leaked it to pro football Todd because of the connection there, um, you know, with, with whom, with, with uh, the XFL, excuse me. And uh, I think that that's, um, you know, I I think that's the reason they leaked it when and how they did.
5: So a lot of people were saying, especially when you reported this, that he was, he's retired. If he's going to come back, he's going to come back to the NCAAs or the NFL. I mean, when you heard this, what did you think that Bob was going to do? Did you think he was going to just stay retired forever? Did you have a feeling that he was going to come back at some point and then even more shocked when you found out it was the XFL?
3: Um, No, I think that the reasoning behind, um, you know, why he came back and uh, I I think that that the logistics of it makes sense. You know, with Bob, he's got kids in school and everything else. I think that's uh, that scenario is uh, allows him to do what he wanted to in terms of, um, you know, being able to work, but at the same time being able to spend time with his family and, and everything else. So, you know, I, I think that that ultimately it uh, you know it came about the way he wanted. I think that this is just, you know for him it gives him a foray into professional football, but at the same time minimizes maybe some of the time constraints that he would otherwise have especially with a league that's that's not going to be starting until 2020.
5: You know, we also hear, I mean, Oliver Luck did his rounds, you know, through the Super Bowl. He's he's all business about this, right? He's taking it very serious, and, and he's looking for coaches that are taking this serious. So do you think Stoops is in this for the long haul? Is he is he committed, as Oliver Luck wants these coaches probably to be? I think
3: so. I, I think they definitely have a roadmap of what they're looking for in terms of coaches. Um you know, for this endeavor, they don't want it to be a dumping ground for guys that are past their prime. They, you know, the directive in finding coach general managers for these teams was, you know, no Mike Martz's, no Steve Spurrier's, uh, both of which happen to be coaching in the AAF. Um, so, you know, I think that uh, you're going to find uh, some some traditional names. Uh, Bob Stoops is one of them. Uh, Pep Hamilton's going to be a guy that's going to be head coach, and Jim Haslett's probably going to get one as well. And then you're going to find some some up and comer innovators that kind of blew them away in interviews, um, you know, that that maybe people aren't as familiar with that they feel like will uh, help establish the brand and help establish the style of football that they want. So, you know, I think that um, I think overall, I I think they have a, a vision and they wouldn't take guys they didn't feel were committed to it.
2: He's at Albright NFL on Twitter, and if you're following the XFL and he's reporting anything on it, it's likely to be pretty accurate. We're happy to have you on the show today, Benjamin. And uh, you, you broke the news about Bob Stoops. We did see a lot of people uh, during the press conference or shortly after it talking about Pep Hamilton, like you said being announced as the coach in D.C., possibly. Uh, How does that hire compare to the Bob Stoops hire? You brought that up, that they're going to go for some more traditional names. Pep Hamilton's a guy that's been on a lot of staffs. He's had some success. Uh, How does his hiring compare to Bob Stoops? And if we hear any younger-type guy names, what kind are we going to see, like, Sean McVay kind of hire like a young guy in this league are they going to fall into that that trap that a lot of NFL teams are seemingly falling into now
3: I don't think so I think that they're looking for a variety of backgrounds Bob obviously has you know monopoly on college football um I think that you know bringing Pep in brings some NFL experience as well um I think you're going to see guys that are more football innovators. Um, I'm not saying that Kevin Kelly is going to get a look, but uh, for those of you not familiar who Kevin Kelly is, the uh, coach at Pulaski Academy down in Arkansas who uh, who never punts, uh, you know, guys that are innovators in the game and have kind of changed perception of the game. And so, you know, that's what they're looking for. Um, the XFL the first time around had a problem with being viewed as too cartoonish, you know, more about spectacle, more about the, the, the wrestling, you know, and, and the Vince McMahon thing. And I think this time they're going for a more, uh, more gravitas, more serious football acumen. You know, people don't realize that the sky cam that you see in football now came from the XFL. Uh, the XFL right. was an innovator the first time around, but the problem was is that, you know, people didn't take it maybe as seriously as they should have because of, you know, certain other things. And I think that's why they're getting it right this time around, hiring Oliver Luck uh, and, and, again, trying to establish that football credibility, that, um, you know, that gravitas that we're serious about football. This isn't just a wrestling sideshow.
2: Yeah, and if and if people didn't think they were serious this time around, I think the Bob Stoops hire goes a long way in helping that. How much buzz in the media do you think this hire caused? Because it feels like a lot a lot of ears perked up uh, regarding the XFL since it was first announced the return a year ago.
3: Yeah, I think it did. I, I think that their timing of their, their release was designed to do that. I think the NFL kind of um, – you know, tried to step on that a little bit as well yesterday with their announcement that Kyler Murray would be at the scouting combine. Um, you know, I even tweeted about that suspiciously time drop because everybody knew Kyler Murray was going to be there. But, um, you know, I think the, you know, I think the XFL was trying to maximize publicity and, and I think they did a decent job of it. Um, it was, you know, the Stoops thing was uh, for about two hours or so was the talk of, uh, you know, was the talk and the trend uh, until you have real games being played. It's going to it's gonna be tough to have that kind of, you know, staying power in media, but you certainly have, uh, you know, you certainly have uh, interest peaked when you're hiring coaches like Bob Stoops, who, um, you know, I I think for most people who weren't paying attention to my report uh, was a bit of a stunner.
5: You have the other spring league going on right now, the AAF, and they're starting this weekend, but with this Bob Stoops thing, I mean, they're trying to obviously, the XFL is uh, overshadow, at least as much as they can, the AAF. How's the media looking at the AAF right now in terms of, you know, just how much buzz is there right now? Well, yeah, the media, you know, they're curious about the AAF. The problem the AAF has is that they don't really have a great
3: broadcasting deal. Everything's kind of spread across different mediums and, you know, trying to figure out when and where games are going to be and and rosters and and things like that. So, uh, you know, media is not a fan of disorganization. If they're not able to find something quickly and easily, um, you know, they tend to just ignore it altogether, and that's that's kind of the problem. you know, I, the AAF is, I think, trying to do too much in too little time. Where the XFLs give themselves an extra year, not only to get ready, but also to study the uh, the ways in which the AAF is is muffing the uh, the punch. Even though they're, you know, they may get rid of those altogether too. Uh, so they have to get rid of kickoffs. Um, you know, and and so the XFL will have an opportunity to uh, kind of say, well, this didn't work with the AAF. How can we do it better? Uh, and and they'll be able to 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 roll out or have a smoother rollout, I think, than the. AAF is having. Um, The AAF is, you know, they're having some trouble. I I put out a couple of tweets asking how many people are going to be watching it. You'd be surprised how many people were like, what is that? You know, so that their their media and their their publicity and their PR have not done a great job of, you know, letting everybody know, quote unquote, we're next, uh, where the XFL kind of has.
5: The biggest problem right now, or at least one of the big problems with the AAF is retaining their coaches, right? They've lost Freeze, Childress, and Vic in in about a month's time, really. Do you think the XFL is – and we kind of touched on on it earlier, but the XFL has to fix that problem, right? And Stoops is in it for the long haul, and I would assume they're not going to have this problem going forward, right?
3: Right, and I think that, you know, um, there was a rumor that they were going to be putting some language – in the XFL coaching contracts that included buyouts so that guys would not be tempted to sign on with them and then go somewhere else. Um, so I think that's kind of the deal. I think that's why Pep Hamilton, you know, resigned at Michigan. He's going to take this job. And, you know, Bob is not a guy that's jettisoning for the NFL, at least not anytime soon. Um, so, you know, I think that it's, it's a scenario where uh, the XFL is, is seeing that problem and how that problem is rearing its ugly head with the AF and working on uh, att- attempting to remedy that
2: Benjamin Albright man thank you so much for joining us today uh, before we let you go you, you you talked Pep Hamilton with us you even brought up the name Jim Haslett former Saints head coach defensive coordinator uh, all over the NFL as well are you hearing any other names head coaching names floating around regarding the XFL
3: um, you know there are a few but unfortunately uh, I'm not really at liberty yet to, to let those go so um, but I will tell you that uh, that they are looking at some some innovative minds. So some of the names that you may hear may make you say who at first until you look at some of the backgrounds and, and, and you start to see, uh, you know, what these guys have done uh, and, and what they're trying to do, what the XFL is trying to do, which is, you know, be on the forefront of revolutionizing football rather than just copying another football league and trying to play in the
2: spring. Awesome. Understood and really exciting stuff, Benjamin. And they're already innovating. The AAF took their Skyref idea. We're arguing all about it this episode. A lot of people are salty about that with their XFL fans, but I think it's good for the game overall. Man, we appreciate it. Uh, We'll be giving you that follow on Twitter as always and uh, look forward to talking to you sometime down the road.
3: Absolutely, guys.
2: So did you catch that, Jake? Did you catch the name that he said? Is going to be the the third head coach probably, in the XFL.
4: Yes, I mean we just listened to that interview, and of course the name of Jim Haslett,
2: <laughs> former Saints head coach, former Steelers defensive coordinator, former been around the NFL for I mean almost as long as as I've been watching the NFL, and I'm since Madden, thirty one years old. yeah, since since the. He was probably involved in the first Madden game, been around a long time, Uh, great defensive mind, and uh, he is apparently, according to Benjamin Albright, possibly going to be pegged as an XFL head coach general manager. That, I mean, among the other great stuff uh, Benjamin talked about there, that obviously stood out, Brian.
5: Yeah, we'll start there. I mean, that was that was huge when he said that. I I, I like I said earlier I wrote it down cuz I didn't want to forget it, but you can't forget something that big. Jim Haslett, uh, huge, you know, name, but at the same time, a little different than Bob Stoops and um Pip Hamilton because he um he's a little more defensive minded, right? I would assume that. He's been a head coach though in the NFL before. So, but he's been a coordinator ever since. I don't think he's ever head coached since the Saints and I want to say when when did they Switch him up like two thousand six, seven, somewhere in that range.
2: Yeah, and he, I mean, he's had, uh, I guess, an up and down kind of a journeyman career. But uh, you know, you gotta, especially because I, you know, I did doing radio in Louisiana for those years. I, re- I always talked to Saints fans, and they recognize Jim Haslett as the man who won them a damn playoff game for the first time in forever. So he's <laughs> he's had some accomplishments, and uh, he is. Uh, uh, definitely, if you're a football fan, a name you recognize. And if he ends up being an XFL head coach, like you said, Brian, different from the other two announced. But that's good that there's variety and a guy who would know what he's doing.
5: Yeah, and the other thing too that that I noticed with with this name is that um, he he's going to come into this league, you know, not having been a head coach in quite some time. And that's kind of what we talked about, right? He's been stuck in this funk ever since he was the head coach of the, the New Orleans Saints through 2005. At and least never when it actually, comes
2: to a funk, meaning he hasn't been offered coach. or taken he a head the yeah, yeah.
5: Exactly, that's what I mean. Yeah, not, not like a funk like he's a horrible coach, a funk that he just never got to be a head coach. I mean, it's going to be 15 years since that man has been a head coach um, when the XFL launches. So to see him get this chance is kind of what we're saying, is you find these coaches that are, are wanting to get their name back out there, wanting the responsibility of being
2: a head coach, and that's what you find in Jim Haslam. There you go. You got guys who are legends that will look to get back into it and still have a lot left in the tank. You look at guys who are looking for their first big opportunity at a job like that. You look for someone who maybe had it, lost it once upon a time, but still has something to offer, and you, you, move, you move on from there. You get guys who are going to do the work, and I feel like that's what the XFL is doing. The other thing there in the interview I wanted to ask you, Jake, was – what we talked about with benjamin albright and the media coverage of the xfl with the bob stoops announcement versus the aaf coverage going into their first week i feel like the positive energy is surrounding the xfl because that's a big get in bob stoops whereas the aaf is starting their their season their grand opening but they've had some tumultuous things happen i mean michael vick no longer with the atlanta legends and you know their their tv deal is in his blockbusters what the xfl's is rumored to be their app took forever to launch stuff like that i feel like it's a little bit more negative in terms of the coverage of that leak
4: yeah that's what it does seem like and you know maybe it's just the people that i'm you know connected to who are you know sending me links to stories about personnel not being with the team just a couple days before um the the grand opening party or, or whatever, it, whatever you want to call it. Uh, that's what it seems. I, I think we can all agree. And I bet if you ask, you know, if you ask the AAF executives, even a year from now, they're probably going to tell you we launched this too quick. We tried to get the jump on things and, uh, you know, we didn't have enough time to prepare and I, I think it is going to hurt them. Now, obviously, they can they can turn this stuff around. And I understand the game plan that they're going for. They want to be the first ones on the block before the XFL gets there.
2: Uh, that's that's apparently what they're trying to do. But also, did they rush into it? We don't know. We talk about that league on another show on our Patreon. In terms of the XFL, what a great week. I, this is, this is uh, one of the benchmark weeks so far in the road to 2020, guys. Big game, Bob. And then you got the the apparent signing of pep hamilton and now the rumored uh xfl head coaching job going to jim haslett we didn't get a city there from benjamin albright but great insight from him and we look forward to talking to him on the show again uh anything left brian
5: oh just real quick the media thing they were telling us about right as well that was kind of huge you want to be organized you want to be consistent you want to make the media's job easy as possible if you make it bad if you make it hard for them they're not going to be interested in your league so just kind of keep that in mind and i think the xfl is doing a good job uh, maybe not so much on the other league
2: absolutely xfl's uh getting easier and easier to find for people because they're making themselves uh accessible with big announcements hopefully a big tv deal announced very soon we say that every week it feels like but it's going to happen eventually and you know why the xfl is accessible? Great shows like this is the XFL show covering every single week for you. So you'll never miss anything going on with the development of the XFL on the road to 2020. For Jake, for Bryant, I'm Alan. Thanks again to Benjamin Albright, our guest today. Thank you for listening. Follow the show, at XFL Show, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Remember, you could always call in. Call in that XFL fan line. We love playing your calls. 724 565 for xfl we'll be back next week hopefully with some more big news maybe about big game bob's first hire who knows we'll see you this is the xfl show remember they're listening